0: Hello, internet. Welcome to this very interesting episode of Rooster Team Radio. We're not necessarily tied to uh, a particular brand here, but this is going to be the place where we have any sort of a catch-all or rando or something that doesn't fit with any of our selected brands that we have created. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm one of the members of the team. Uh, the internet's Mark Budonica, joined by Megan Salinas.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Da- <laughs> what the <laughs> hell?
2: <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's goofy. <laughs> I bet we can find some ingredients around here. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> it, <laughs> I literally didn't mean anything by it. I was just being like, hi. <laughs> 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 Are you hi? That
2: no! was hi. <laughs> this is no. a, this oh is my a note for
0: future Mark. Use take two. Uh, also joined by <laughs> Katie Collin.
2: Hi, all my buddies.
0: <laughs> and Stacey Shuttleworth. <laughs> hello, hello. So uh, this we wanted to take some time because uh, we recently departed from the fine folks at AfterBuzz TV Animation, and I don't feel like we we got enough time to really thank the fans or thank everybody because there was a big outpouring of support during the last show of how people found us, how people came in, and I feel I think we all feel that we would be remiss to not acknowledge all of that. Yeah. And I wanted to start, uh, and I've I've said it for the past two weeks, um, by thanking. Uh, Megan and Katie for bringing us to the dance. It was a chance encounter. I don't. I don't know if. I think we may have told the story at RTX um, or on on any sort of a passing I, go.
1: I know we've told the story. Um, to I, I know we've told the story before, but yeah, I'm I'm not really remembering what there's context. New people. Um, I'm and sure, yeah, there's new people
2: I, who haven't if, heard it yet. If
1: we told if we told it at that first panel, um, you know that was that was a, quite quite a few years ago at this point. So yeah, we can, we can tell the story, um, of how sort of we all came together a little bit for, for those who don't already know. Um, we were in the middle of, uh, doing a lot of stuff for after buzz TV before the the animation channel was even a, like a glimmer in their eye. We were neck deep in sinking in a whole bunch of shows. And Katie goes one day as I'm like trying to work on grad school homework. Uh, she, she goes, Hey, what do you think about doing a show for Ruby uh, doing an after show for Ruby? Do you think they'd go for that? And I went, I will help you write the pitch. Don't ask me to do any more than that because I was exhausted.
2: And the pitch wound up being about ninety percent improvised anyway because it was here's the fandom, here's the numbers, here's the this, here's the talent, and then well, you know they do. Rooster Teeth does real short comedy series, and like you haven't watched any of Ruby, have you? And I actually had the person I pitched it to pull open an episode then and there and be like, just here, here's the red trailer. Just watch this. This is kind of what the show's like. We'll do a couple episodes and alternate weeks. You know, we'll, we'll make it work and let's do this. All right. Yeah. We can, we can give this a try. And then we wound up working with guest booking and we wound up working with Brad, who well, remains one of my favorite humans.
1: Uh, the, the panel, when it, in its original incarnation, was very different than, um, Yes. Because after Buzz wanted to take it in a very gamer direction because, uh, you know, that was the frame of reference for, for Rooster Teeth at the time, uh, which is totally understandable. But that's how Patrick Dees got to be a part of the team. Um, and there were several other members uh, such as Matt Lieberman and Dave Klein. But for one reason or another, people had to sort of drop out as things progressed. So originally the panel was Dave, Matt, Katie and... Um, Years. And Patrick, and Patrick, and I was Patrick. Say and. Oh, no. it was no. no I wasn't. She- I actually wasn't a, a member of the original panel. Uh, not because I didn't want to be, but because they didn't think I was actually the right brand fit.
2: The idea was that the panel would be staffed with people. Who could bring more people into Ruby? People who would be able to bring in their own followings, which is why Dave and Patrick, and of course Matt Lieberman, and I was in there because I'd pitched it and I was brought in as the lore expert. So I was the one who had already been in this from the get-go, was it RTX when Ruby was pitched? You know, I I knew what I was talking about, but I didn't have enough experience to lead. And then it turned into one person or another couldn't do it. One person or another had to lead, and they turned to me and said, "Katie, who else should be on this panel?" And I went, "Megan, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> Megan."
1: Um, so I started doing it, and then the lead host eventually had to drop out, and um, you so usurped the throne, I, I ended- which is now rightfully yours. I was, uh, I became the default most experienced host on the panel, and one day after after the show. Um, Katie and I were talking about, well, how are we going to fill these empty seats? And I I literally looked at her and I was like, "Don't worry, we'll think of something. I'm sure we'll find someone." And as I turned to walk out of the studio, who should be walking in at that exact moment wearing a t-shirt that says, "It's also a gun." And that was how we met Mark Donica, <laughs> coming in for the wrestling show, I Yeah, believe, coming in which for
0: NXT. Was right after ours. Yeah. Yeah, you guys had a really early slot back before the fact that NXT has been at six o'clock since 2014, <laughs> and of all of a sudden, I don't know how y'all made it at five o'clock. That's that's insane. I
2: don't either. I feel like. <laughs> I think we started think late. It, was... it had to have been later than that, because if it was five, you never would have been able to Oh, yeah, no, it. I didn't get
1: off of work. Uh, although there were some days where my boss at the time would let me come in at seven and leave at four. Um,
0: that so might have been it. That was
1: how I was able to do a lot of red carpet stuff. But I will be honest, I legit don't remember what our time slot was. Most of our um, slots were on Sundays to begin with. But adding hmm. Mark to the team, so for a while it me. was... It was Mark, me, Katie, and Patrick, and that was uh, that was the rooster team for a little while, uh, and then you know, uh, Patrick's life sort of took him in another direction, and so we needed another slot to fill. So, uh, Mark, how did you and Stacy like get to know each other, and why why did you like immediately know she would be a good fit? High school. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You guys knew each other from high school. Yeah. I legit wow. didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
0: We, we both went to uh, Bishop Alamany High School, and um, I know, I've known her husband since I, geez, uh, for a very long time. We used to go to the same church. Um, and then he stopped going, so I've been calling him a heathen for 20 years.
2: It's fair. Yeah, it's accurate.
0: Yeah, especially now, um, knowing his esports sensibilities. But, um, <laughs> we, we match up, but... Um, I had heard that we were um, did did we start uh Video Game Anatomy before we had you on Ruby? Yes. Okay. So um, we were we were revamping a show on the Popcorn Talk called Video Game. Well, it was Do Games Make Good Movies? And then (laughs) no. (laughs) And then um not so far. (laughs) they were were doing a lot of anatomy shows they had anatomy of a movie action movie anatomy so i was like it makes sense if we do video game movie anatomy because we're going to go from the game perspective whatever blah 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 and then that show eventually turned into inventory full which is our our gaming brand that we've been talking about on the thing here but it started there and then i know that you started watching ruby Mm -hmm. and that's where i was like hey we've got Patrick and Patrick was a part of video game movie anatomy as well. So, I think we all kind of talked about will you be a good you'd be a good fit for this group.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys kind of brought it up, especially when Patrick knew he wouldn't be able to be yeah, here Pat- for the
0: week. Patrick got really really busy uh, for did. both professionally and personally. And uh, if if anybody has gotten here past the time of Patrick D's, y'all got to go back and watch some of the stuff because he this was his first anime yeah. Ever.
1: And that that's such a like a special thing to actually get to see someone experience anime for the first time like right before your eyes. <laughs> it's it's incredible.
2: And he brought such a brightness and an enthusiasm to the show. Like he was completely disconnected from the fan base for all the good and sometimes the ill that that that, that brings about. And so he was coming into this didn't know about rooster teeth. Didn't know anything about anime. He came into this with a completely fresh perspective, and the way he approached it was just so much fun.
0: And he eventually got to know them on a business side, and provided a completely different perspective than one that a lot of commenters and reactors and podcasters, whatever, usually do. And I love and respect that man for it. And I haven't, we haven't seen him in months, but it's he's been ridiculously busy but he's about to pop up on everybody if if again follow peter the d's on twitter he's doing something amazing right now and he will have he's got news about people in everybody's mind space and it's Gonna be I just know that it's gonna be amazing.
1: Patrick, if you're listening, we miss you. Let's go, let's go get drinks sometime. It's- <laughs>
0: that's such an LA thing to say.
2: <laughs> it really
1: is. Let's go get drinks.
2: I don't drink. Never. Let's go get food. <laughs> we'll grab dinner.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll go hang out. So that's sort of the story of how we all came together uh to to talk about the show. And after Buzz went through a lot of changes over the years, you know, we we switched from the format of doing Different after shows to sort of lumping everything together into Rooster Teeth reviews. Well, that
0: was sort of a change that AfterBuzz was going through. They instead of so we went from the main AfterBuzz channel to uh, a an animation channel, and with that we sort of that's when that move sort of also sparked a rebrand of the whole thing, in, because we would run out of time on shows. We would go biweekly and and really try to cram as much as we can. And even up until the very end, we were cramming as much as we could into into our given time slot. But with Rooster Teeth Reviews, when we started that, and we went 69 strong, dab, <laughs> yeah. dab, 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 dab. Nice. 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 so Nice. So with that, we were able to go a little bit, quote, off-season. We would do season reviews. And then that opened up the window to, all right, well, what else can we talk about? And that we did two episodes of an X-Ray and Vav show that I got way too nervous about. Like looking back, I was just oh, I was just over my head. I was like, oh, we've got the writers here. I have to break. I have to break a season into forty minutes, and we have the creators on, and we have to talk to them, and we have to make a good show. And if you go back, you could just see how nervous I <laughs> flipping am. But it was still wonderful to be able to talk about that property and crunch time, and we've the the fact that we've created so many personal and professional relationships with these various creators has been i think the true gift Mm -hmm. is the fact that we're we're all people we're all people and we have an opportunity to share our humanity with each other and i love it that's all i got (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but uh, like i'm not gonna say well who's your favorite person that you still talk to today because that's (laughs) that's J O E. But um, but we can we self, can self serving is probably a better way to say that we, yeah.
1: we can talk about though, you know we have a lot of good memories over over the years and uh, it sounds like the people who have been following us over the years also had a lot of really good memories they
0: did and I've got to hand it to Cam who first of all uh, put Ye Honk as as his like subtitle and I absolutely adore it <laughs> but uh, he's one of the mods on our Discord which you can find the link down below or we we have it on Twitter um, we uh, he put. Uh, in our discord thread and that's part of the reason why we wanted to record this separately uh sort of spawning everybody's favorite moments of the variety of shows that we did and i wanted to go through a couple of them one of them being shut up red manuel um, (laughs) for for a lot of people and a lot of people were calling for one more shut up red manuel but we were going way over time yeah um but um Charles Hawk ninety eight build, building the apathy spoiler pit that was fun as well as as fun as the apathy can be. Uh, Game Boy <laughs> Nate Mark finally getting shipping.
2: How <laughs> Welcome dare? him. How to uh, this world?
0: Uh, Cam saying the Ruby Chibi Canonicity special. <laughs> that All right. was a lot of fun. Let's let's talk about that one. <laughs> I was
2: gonna say
1: that probably requires a little bit of explanation. <laughs> yeah, maybe. For those who haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, so uh, we were gonna do an episode about Chibi. And then I don't, rem- I don't remember who put the uh, floated the idea out there of let's treat this as the un like the canon filler like the deleted scenes stuff and let's just do it as a bit the entire time.
2: I'm assuming that was either you or Megan. It was probably Mark, <laughs> and
1: then I said yes.
2: Um, <laughs> or, it a, so or it was so a right? stupid
1: thing I said, thinking no one was listening, and Mark said yes. yes. That happens
2: a lot on this show. Stupid
0: things. <laughs> so we we did it, and everybody. There were some people in the chat that got it, some people that didn't. I'm a big fan of people who leave comments before the shows are over because... By the end of it, they just go, ah, damn it.
2: <laughs> <We've> <laughs> Immortalizing been, the experience. We've been bamboozled. Getting getting, getting to do
1: the little PSA at the end of that episode was such a treat. <laughs> PSA. And about committing to the bit. <laughs> and shout out to Tom Alvarado, you know, writer writer for Ruby Chibi. He, <laughs> he, for whatever reason, sat down and watched that episode and went, y'all are nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's not wrong. I hear an assessment. <laughs>
0: yeah. Th- all of this has been absolutely amazing. My dumb, 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 but canon theory that nerf is 30. <laughs> It's a great <laughs> theory. So, really. Uh, we're proud who's, of you.
1: Who, who, Whose favorite moment was that? Cam. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: um, and, and with Charles hot comedy, open your eyes. <laughs> but um, we had uh, Pepsi fan 24. I found the show around volume four. Really got hooked uh, because y'all were fun. So fun to listen to. The interviews in the first episode to Welcome to Vale were really fun. Now, that that is one of the most natural progressions of a thing to happen. I... Like I even had, I posted the clip as a bit of a trailer, and we had a bit of a sidestep of, uh, I think a season recap that we were doing. So the fact that we have manifested that into something, I'm, I'm somebody that has an idea for something, goes halfway and doesn't necessarily always finish it. So the fact that we got to do that, that's something that I'm very very proud of.
2: Look, Rooster Teeth got started by making visual and audio. Halo fan fiction. There is no reason we can't do the same by parking our asses in crossover town and mm-hmm. making Ruby and Nightvale fan fiction visual and audio. There's no reason not to. The
1: um that that to me it's it's just such a, it was such a magical moment because Katie was making a Nightvale joke. and then I said, Something stupid like I do. You did like ninety percent of the time. You, you did a
0: good night bit with with one of the towns.
1: I yeah. I I was like I w- I would pay so much money to get a Night Vale Ruby crossover, like to get a a show, a radio, an audio drama of Ruby, yeah, you know, of a Night Vale show in the world of Remnant. And that's when Mark chimes in and goes, "Hey, we've got some time to fill in a couple of weeks. Let's let's do it." And I've never said a thing that was dumb and stupid and then somebody else turned it into a great idea
0: uh hey we, we all turned it into a great idea every <laughs> everybody did put put everything together to make that first one extra special and it has evolved into a terrifying beast that i am afraid to stare into my microphone to record <laughs> especially when i record it with the wrong settings
2: i mean that sounds about right and megan you don't mm-hmm. give yourself enough credit Aww. stop that give yourself more credit <laughs>
1: How? <laughs> okay. Why did you hit me? Oh, excuse <laughs> you. I hit my own hand. It's a clap thing. <laughs> I got clapped. Um, <laughs> that okay. there, there's okay. another stupid thing I just said. <laughs> I'm never not gonna- turning that into a franchise. <laughs> it's not like oh. getting snapped. At no. least uh thank goodness um so (laughs) stacy do you have any thoughts on um welcome to veil before we keep reading off some more memories Uh, i mean let's just just
2: chime in it really was a magical moment the four of us kind of all realizing that we were welcome to nightville fans
0: it was. It was wait, it, it,
1: like you? a light bulb went off, like simultaneously for all of us, and we were like, oh, "Fellow geeks!" We
0: <laughs> all we all all saw the lights shining above the Arby's at the same time, yes, <laughs> and shared a shared a moment in time. We all went out, uh, out to the Moonlight All Night Diner and shared a cup of coffee, coffee with some fresh uh, apple pie. I forget. Sorry.
1: Ooh,
0: best apple pie. Love best apple pie. Galaxy. the
1: uh, and and yeah, it was it was a magical bonding moment.
0: Yeah, I, I if if that's our our legacy, I'm real excited about it. We've we had people come up to us at RTX, or people show up at our our panel that were just like, I just saw Welcome to Night Vale parody in it. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> and we were getting that on the RT website now as well.
1: We we got one person, um, and because I I just assumed everybody at RTX was you know big Ru- especially everybody at our panel would just be mm-hmm. big Ruby fans. But we had one person in the front row said who said that. Th- that our Welcome to Veil vale episodes introduced them to Ruby.
0: No, I don't remember yeah.
1: that. Yeah, that was yeah. so
2: cool. I remember that happening.
1: They were sitting in the front row, and I it blew my mind. It like I'm not, I'm not messing with you guys. They literally said that Welcome to Veil vale got them into Ruby, not the other way around. What have and-
0: we done?
2: <laughs> A good and glorious thing. Indeed. Don't look it in the mouth.
0: All hail. <laughs> Welcome to Veil. Vale.
2: <laughs> um, I just remember asking people like, "Who's who's who's watched our show? Who has never seen one of our shows before?" And seeing the half a dozen hands in the audience and going, "Why are you here?"
0: Especially, especially <laughs> because it's like Achievement Hunter was at the same or like house was at the same time. It's yeah. like, you, you look like not not to to sort of uh, neg on ourselves, but there's probably something better that you could be doing. <laughs>
2: like, I understand the people that show up just to watch us because we are a gallivanting train wreck some days and good entertainment all the dang time. At least that's what I tell myself. So I get people who are already in on the joke wanting to come see it live, but people just like, hey, this looks like the best thing on the schedule right now. I have no idea what it is.
1: Whatever what? whatever series of events led each and every one of the people who was at our panel at RTX this past year to that point in time. I just want to call it Cosmic Providence because we had 69 people in in our panel at RTX this year for our live performance of Welcome to Veil. And I'm going to say that that's one of
2: the best things that's ever happened to me. One of the nicest things. The Guardian that came up afterwards to show us the room count was so happy it's like I, I was hoping that no one else would come in, not because I don't like you guys, but because the count was so good. And I'm like, no, that's legit. Nice. I'm very glad you shared that it. With nice. <laughs> yeah. and, like was willing to share that with us. Yeah. Like, thank
0: you, Megan. Carson. Fighting through the tears. We did it. <laughs> we
2: did it, guys. I'm just so proud. That's
0: that's our legacy. All the dreams. Nice. All the
1: dreams. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so more memories
0: yeah uh, troll bonus found it right at the beginning after a move and instantly became my favorite review show thank you kindly and then uh, we got this from uh, caitlin who's been a very dear viewer and friend and mod and all sorts of things um yeah we'll be happy to throw this in the hashtag but i'll still put it here i found r2 reviews in late july of 2015 after binge watching all the episodes of x-ray and vav at the time which was six I was looking over the cast and at the time I had zero idea who Gray Haddock was after looking him up on IMDB and finding out he voiced Roman. I then went to YouTube to see uh, what, if any videos he was in. And one of the first things to come up was the, uh, volume two interview that we did with him and JJ, which I still remember that so vividly, um, because for some reason we put JJ sideways on the thumbnail. <laughs> um, then when the X-Ray and Vav after show started, it was the first shows I watched live and it was how I met Patrick. Uh, I won the RVB season 13 contest and my signed SDCC nameplate signed by Bernie is on my bookshelf. I also remember being the only one in chat for crunch time. I would get off work right at eight and would watch the show on my bus right home. And uh, that, yeah, that Caitlin is a, uh, I, I can't describe the sort of support that we get from her. It, it's um
2: it means it, a lot
0: it means a lot it's something else
2: caitlin is an unbelievably good human being uh, and that last tweet in that chain rt reviews on the rooster team was my introduction to the wonderful rt community and while this chapter's coming to an end i'm incredibly excited for what is to come this is what is to come we are here we are doing it
0: mm, there's a bad sentence <laughs> that could have been said there <laughs> <laughs> oh boy,
2: <laughs> Mark, I'm nice. Just saying, I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. If we're going off of grammar rules here, there is a way to continue. Anyway, um, we came. Th- there you go. Yeah, we are here. We are coming.
2: Oh um, no! Oh no! What is uh, happening? Yeah, I just don't know. The
0: evolution, but
2: that. Then- amy vorpal song about the D &D character coming into their own but just the chorus for that
0: oh lord look it up it's beautiful the amount of people speaking of that last tweet the amount of people that have said that our show was their connection to the rooster teeth community or their first steps in the rooster teeth community is mind-blowing to me yeah it's so far-reaching already the fact that d- this dumb little YouTube show was the thing that oh, maybe I will sign up for the website. Maybe I will do this. Maybe I will do that is Maybe again, I will get a first membership.
2: Well, I mean, you guys were my introduction to the Rooster Teeth community. For the I'm sorry part too. How dare I. <laughs> <laughs> But you were. Like when I joined the Ruby team and when I started, you know, guesting on, on the show, that was really my first insight into Rooster Teeth and the community that, you know, was all around it. So Means a lot to me too. Cool. I hug you, but you're across the table right now, and I think that would screw up the audio. Probably a bad idea. I can hug you though. It, okay. it, it
0: would. So thank you for not doing that.
2: Um, Air hug. <laughs> uh,
1: this this has been so cool because, like, for for me being, I I've been pretty disconnected from a lot of internet communities because growing up, I would keep a lot of my fandom stuff to myself, um, and so one of the One of the coolest things I would see pretty consistently about, you know, in our iTunes comments and everything like that and in YouTube comments is that listening to our show, people felt like they were sitting down with a group of friends talking about a mutual interest that they don't have anybody else to talk to. Um, And those were the comments that always hit me uh, really hard and like... It makes me glad that our show existed to provide that for people because growing up, yeah, like, uh, you know, early stages of the Internet, I didn't really participate in a lot of fandom stuff. So when I was a fan of something, if one of my immediate school friends wasn't into it, it was I had to keep it to myself. Like and so the fact that like people say listening to our show made them feel like they were sitting down with a group of friends, finally getting to talk to talk about something that they love um, because they don't have anybody else in their life in that fandom that meant a lot to me so um, thank you to everybody who, uh, who who sat down to to chat with
2: us you are all our team
0: yeah we're, we are all a giant team
2: I'm not coming up with that anagram <laughs> with that Ruby team name I, what's, I was... what's your team name Gesundheit <laughs> <Gazentite. laughs> it's
0: a big old big old jumble of stuff um, Charles Hockenberry. I've uh, been watching this show since right around the end of Volume Two of Ruby. It's a show for the fans, but made by fans, and truly was my bridge to other fans like me. Uh, it turned into a show. I lo- it turned a show I love into an experience I could share with others. What else to say but shut up, Red Manuel? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very aptly That yeah.
0: was beautiful. Very accurately.
2: Becca Durkin says RT reviews was the first time I've ever gotten involved in a community like this, and it's been so fun being able to talk RT with fellow fans. That's what we're here for. That's part of what I love about live chat, and now our Discord server is that we have all these people from all of these disparate walks of life coming in to talk about these things that they enjoy, and make ridiculous memes, and post fan art, and dab, and say nice, and everything. Like I love it. The fact, it is very nice.
0: The fact, my my favorite, it it's hard. My favorite moment i've had a lot of favorite moments with a lot of the various folks of of from the staff and from the cast and the crew but this show wouldn't have provided me an opportunity to look across a crowded ballroom at isa dab at her get a return dab and be fine with it like that's that's something that i i hold very having a like just being able to talk to some of these folks that Share this love of this type of a project and be that be that intermediary because they they have the opportunity to talk to people, but we have the opportunity to bring some extra stuff out of them. And it's I'd like to think that our stuff isn't is less about trying just to get information out of people, but really having conversations with these people about the various topics that their performances have brought into the world and and being able to do a half an hour with sam ireland about nora and the flower scouts like all all of the stuff that we've ever gotten to do is is something that anytime i'm reminded i was like damn i got to do that and that's that's thanks to everybody listening and thanks to everybody around this table and people and uh, absent company
2: i i do love Whenever we get a chance to talk to the people who have just busted their butts making these incredible, incredible shows that we adore, it's always so nice to get a chance to talk to them. And I think, I'd like to think that they enjoy it too, because we sit there and we make ridiculous jokes and we do dumb things and I lose my train of thought every time I interview Shannon because he derails it so thoroughly and most of the interview is trying to get it back. And deciding whether or not the, um, oh, Camp Camp, where did my brain go? Quartermaster. Thank you. Quarter, my brain went Gamekeeper, and I'm like, that is incorrect. <laughs> I mean, cl- that, that's one of his alternate lives. Whether or not the Quartermaster is a Time Lord, and if so, why did he get kicked off of Gallifrey? <laughs> Just all of these different interviews that we've had with all of these different people and how much they enjoy Not only the questions that we're able to bring to them as people who are deeply invested in this source material and adore it, but also the beautifully dumb stuff that we're able to bring to them. Like, you guys provide us with a wonderful, wonderful mix of both that we are then able to pass on to them. And it's this beautiful game of yes and.
0: Well, especially being able to, while the panel where we discussed the Quartermaster being a Time Lord happening and Shannon mentioning his favorite version of the Doctor and then getting fan art before the panel was over to show him as (laughs) as we were still on stage is a huge highlight and that was Malachroma wasn't it I believe it was yeah so so that's that brings me to another thing we've had the benefit of amazing creative people that listen to this show and Malachroma being one of them their art is like the when i got their art for camp camp for camp activity i was like ah everybody send me what their campers look like and then we got this deluge of art and malz was the first one to really stand out above the crowd and they didn't even have to shout out loud but (laughs) um there you go but yep i that theirs stood out and um i i can't I can't imagine our show without their support. Uh Jester's Chessboard, um, Princess Ponies, um, 24 Hour Call Center, Addison. They're they've always been very, very supportive. We haven't heard from them in a while, but um, I know that they're doing okay. So Good. so there is that. Um I follow I follow them on Twitter. But
2: They uh, were the one that gave us our team name to start. Psychedelia.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh and and also, I believe 24-Hour Call Center also gave us the first fan art that we ever got. Yeah. They yeah. gave us the,
0: our um, our like color trailer panels. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Emma. They had Steven. They had Patrick. And they um, had themselves as well. And they had themselves, yes. Um, then they gave us X-Ray and Vav fan art. Um, I actually hired them to do Animal Crossing fan art <laughs> for Video Game Movie Anatomy, and that's still something that I absolutely adore. But um, yeah, the the fan artists that we've been able to meet and encounter and share your work and uh, start to hire has it's been an interesting journey to say <laughs> the least. But um, it, it's that's that's something that I, that I don't think a lot of people understand is when people feel inspired by stuff that you do to create, no matter what that is. I, I was hoping with I think a, a success of what I was hoping with camp camp and with the camp activities was for that sort of an environment was, Hey, let's all create together and let's, let's try to make this community better. And I think that's 100%. I I keep saying all my favorite things. These are all my favorite things and I absolutely adore them. Um, Does anybody have anything else to say about our wonderful artist community?
2: Uh, I love them so
1: much. Uh, Yeah. It's the, the talent um, that these uh, every everybody displays on a, a such a consistent basis is so impressive. Um also a special shout out to like blue shades on on uh yeah, blue shades. Twitter uh who drew me as a murder penguin. <laughs> <time>. That's right. because <laughs> um, I was super excited to talk about Bloodfest and she had already done fan art of me as a penguin. Um, the Manguin and then she was like oh okay, Manguin loves murder cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool I'll draw her as a murder penguin
2: I feel like Manguin loves murder needs to be our next shirt <laughs> <laughs> Beware like the it. murder penguins Yes, I'd, I'd do it, uh, I'd wear
1: that But no, it's, it's just so as, as you said Mark, it's so moving to see things that we've done inspire other people to create and I, you know, talking about how, you know, what what sort of legacy we're leaving behind. I think that is more important than than anything else in terms of the sort of impact that we, in terms of our impact, how we inspire other people is the greatest gift, I think, that I could have ever asked for.
2: We are so lucky to have this responsive community and to be a part of this and to see such amazing things. I mean all of the pieces that have been sent to us during our shows, after our shows, inspired by our shows, it just brings so much joy and, you know, to us and everyone else too.
0: Your, your fire and your creativity helps spark us. So it's a, a symbiote circle. Um, It's poetry. It's almost like they rhyme in that uh, your creativity sparks, our creativity sparks, your creativity sparks, our creativity. And, we want to grow that because it feels good and it feels good to feel good. So let's all <laughs> let's all do that together. Um, Everybody, if I could, it would take a little bit too much time to read through our discord and thank every single person in it that has joined. But we we humbly appreciate everything that you have done to help us get to where we are today and help us get to where we're going to be And um, I usually we like I don't want to I don't want to put an ad on this episode just because it's about sentimentality and stuff. But just if you've gotten to this part of the podcast, we love you. We adore you. We care about you. And we want to meet as many of you as possible.
2: Absolutely. Here, here. Yes, please. So we need to start that uh, RTX meetup channel in our discord then.
0: Well, we have an RTX channel.
2: Hell yeah. Yep.
0: Ten, 10 steps ahead. So um,
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up.
0: Everybody. Uh, so l- let's uh, let's put a pin in where we are here, and let's do sort of uh, community roundups every once in a while. A goal that I have is to be technologically possible to bring folks from the Discord on as a part of the show, and that, that's that's an honest goal that I have, and I feel like some of the even since just evolving to having a Discord, we've had so many people that we've been able to talk to more frequently. Uh, Cam, I was really upset that I wasn't able to share this. Cam shared an amazing theory for Ruby and and where the, what the future lies and where it's been. And all, he laid it all out. We talked for a little bit and it was amazing. And I, I want to share it and I want to have a space for it. And we have that power to do that. So once we figure that out, we'll get back to you and it will probably be on here or on the discord where you can find a link down below but um before we go um any final thoughts in this retrospective episode and uh anything that you want to say to the fine folks listening uh we'll start with stace
2: Uh, thank you guys just for everything for being encouraging and welcoming and letting me become part of this community uh both you know the rest of the team and everybody who listens and joins and I cannot wait to have more in-depth discussions on the Discord. I love seeing all the posts on there. Katie? Oh. (laughs) No, go for it. (laughs) You threw me off my groove. (laughs) Wow. Megan, you go first.
1: Um, All I can say is thank you. Um, thank you to Katie for you know starting all this madness, uh, and thank you to Mark and Stacy not only for being uh, a part of the team but for being really good friends. Um, and thank you to to everybody who made this possible. Uh, you know, going as far back, you know, thank you to, again to everybody at AfterBuzz for giving us this opportunity, and thank you to everybody who's followed us. You know, whether you're a newer fan or an older fan. Uh, that's been watching us from the beginning. We wouldn't be striking out on our own if the if the discussions that we have with you and that creativity, that mutual creativity that we have with you, didn't exist. Um, yeah, we would we would not be continuing in the incarnations that are to come if it weren't for your passion and your enthusiasm, and uh, your your love for both Rooster Teeth and the, the silly nonsense that we talk about. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: When I first pitched this show, when I first pitched wanting to talk about Ruby as an after show, I was just thinking about, I like talking about this show with my friends. Let's do that. Let's have fun. I had no idea that this kind of community even had the potential to come from that. I had no idea what this would even start. And here we are on the next phase of our journey, all of us friends and all of you wonderful, wonderful people who are the reason that we've gotten this far in the first place. I am beyond surprised. I'm still surprised every day that there are all of you people out here who tune in to listen to what we have to say about all these great shows that we love. And I am beyond grateful to every single one of you for doing that for us, for coming into the space that we've made, for coming in and joining the conversation and not being afraid to express your opinion and not being afraid to have conversations with us and with each other and bringing your creativity and bringing your love and bringing your joy for all of these properties that we've been enjoying for, hey, Rooster teeth has been around for 50 years you guys kind of half our lives (laughs) yeah yeah half our lives and so just having this space and having all of you wonderful people in it is i can't say thank you enough
0: it's been a hell of a journey and the the journey continues and part of one of the things that this new episode is going to allow us to do is bring more people in on the conversation and make it more of an actual conversation as opposed to us talking to you and then you talking back. But I am excited for what we can accomplish together. And I truly mean that right. Like I I wanted to make sure that we had the time to thank everybody because we didn't have enough time to thank everybody. That's part of the reason why I did it when we announced the end and then the quote unquote the end, when we announced the end of a chapter and a little bit, on the, our last show at AfterBuzz, and even then it's not enough and even now i think we can expound volumes on the journey that led us here it's been five years let's see what the next five years can give us but um that'll do it for all of us here at the rooster team uh i i, I want to keep the sentiment going so you know where to follow us you know where to find us we'll see you moving forward